May is Women's Health Month, and we're going to talk about pelvic health this morning. And Dr. Jasmine Evans with the Mettler Center here with me. Doctor, good to see you this morning. You too. Uh, what is your role exactly with the Mettler Center? Yeah, so I'm one of the physical therapists at Mettler. Mm -hmm. I've been there for about three years, and I certify in pelvic health for mm -hmm. men and women. Mm -hmm. So since we're, we're folks more on the women's side, uh, since it is Women's Health Month, let's kind of get what is pelvic health when somebody is thinking about that? What mm -hmm. is that? Mm -hmm. So I like to say that it's an umbrella term. Mm -hmm. You know, it basically describes dysfunctions that happen at the pelvic floor and abdominal level. So what are some of the symptoms uh, that people need to be watching out for? Mm-hmm. So pain, you know, pain with any type of activity or position is important to me. And then also incontinence, mm -hmm. specifically urinary incontinence. And I want people to understand that even a drop of fluid is abnormal. I mean, what can cause that? I, I mean, when you talk about pelvic, we're mm -hmm. not talking just the bone itself, your no, pelvis no, bone. No, we're no. talking about everything. Basically, how I like to describe it is, you know, I treat it like it's any other part of your body. You know, you have muscles that get weak mm -hmm. and then you have muscles that get tight. And so with the tightness, you see a lot of pain and discomfort. And with the weakness, that's where you see a lot of the leakage. Mm -hmm. You know, problems with incontinence are more related to that. So what are some of the treatments, you know, for this? And it's uh, like, like you say, it's, it's another part of your body, mm -hmm. specialized, you know, care that, mm -hmm. that you give. Um, what are some treatments that you can have since it is uh, fairly, you know, like I said, it's a pelvic bone. It's all fairly internal. What kind of treatments are available? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's an individu individualized treatment sure. between me and the patient. And essentially what I'm doing is going in and kind of figuring out what muscles are a problem for this person, you know. And just like I would test your biceps, I would see how strong is that muscle? How is the endurance of that muscle? Mm -hmm. You know, is there some tightness in that area or around that area? And then we focus on trying to treat that. So a lot of people are familiar with the term kegels, mm -hmm. right, or kegels, but we are never taught how to do them. Sure. You know, so I am there to just kind of instruct you and just show you what you should be doing and then kind of help you develop a plan that's individualized to you. Mm -hmm. And is that, you know, um, is that almost strength training in a way or becoming more flexible or it's all of those you know things I mean? <laughs> yeah it's all of those things so definitely i want you to be as strong in your pelvic floor as possible mm -hmm. but i also want you to have the endurance you know so just being able to do a pelvic floor contraction is important but how long can you hold that mm -hmm. right like that's the part that makes it functional so what are some of you know if, if somebody isn't watching out for this or noticing something but not getting it treated you know what are some of the long-term effects that uh, somebody can have mm -hmm. so just like most things you know if you just kind of have a muscle that's starting to become weak and if you don't do anything about it then the weakness will definitely increase mm -hmm. you know so then you get to a point where now you've been having problems for years and then it's really difficult to treat you the same way if I was treating your back right mm -hmm. so if you were to come to me when you first start having the problem we would have a better outcome versus if it's 10 20 years later so another thing I just kind of want to educate people about is that you know there are other treatments out there besides physical therapy right mm -hmm. so there's medication that's often offered there's surgery but physical therapy is always the conservative approach. You know, it's very unlikely that, you know, physical therapists will do anything to aggravate your symptoms at the pelvic floor level. So I always tell people, just give it a try. And if it doesn't work, hey, there's always medicine. There's always surgery. Mm -hmm. What are some of the, th you know, is there an age range where it's more typical to happen as, as opposed to, mm -hmm. they say childbirth, that can be, you know, any, yeah, any age yeah, really. Right. But, you know, is there a certain age range where you have to start, you know, just like with men with a prostate and everything? 
something like mm-hmm. that, a certain age, we have to start kind of worrying about this or being more aware? No, I honestly feel like that's the biggest problem with pelvic floor is that people assume that it's only something for the elderly, mm-hmm. you know, but really women in their 20s need to be doing these type of exercises as well. You know, mm-hmm. so I feel like in terms of prevention, we should all take a step back and kind of feel how is our pelvic floor? What condition is it in? And what can we do to prevent ourselves from having these problems? Mm-hmm. And we're talking with uh, Dr. Jasmine Evans with the Miller Center this morning, talking about pelvic health, uh, mainly in women. You said it affects men as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what are, you know, similar, I guess, what we've been talking about, but as far, do you specialize more in women rather than men, or do, do you see men as well at the Mellers? Center? We do see men as well, you know, but it is more common for us to see women. Mm-hmm. Um, not really sure why that is because men can easily have the same problems, mm. right? I think sometimes we kind of get that confused because, you know, of just the different anatomy changes, but men are definitely at risk as well. So, And is it similar um, symptoms for men as compared to women? I mean, men obviously not childbirth can be right. one of them, but, uh, you know, similar symptoms like we talked about with women that men could have as well, I like mean, some yeah, incontinence the, or something like that? So. Definitely with the urinary incontinence, that can be very sim- um, similar between the men and women, but then also just the pain, you mm-hmm. know, so like there are a few men that can come through that have difficulty sitting for a long time, maybe because they have a large prostate, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's starting to cause a lot of inflammation in that area. And so then some of the muscles around the pelvic floor can start to become tight. You know, everyone's a little different in how they present, but you know, that is a big thing that I want people to realize is that both men and women can equally be affected. Talk about that this is something that, you know, affects both men and women, but it can be, you know, just quality of life, really, if, uh, you know, they're they're changing, you know, just social habits or activities or anything like that. Is that something that, uh, one thing we need to be watching out for as well? Definitely. You know, both men and women can deal with urinary incontinence. And because of that, they could limit themselves from various activities, you know, just because they're afraid of having that leakage, you know, or like specifically with women, you know, having to change their pads often, right? And then I feel like for a lot of people that could really affect their quality of life. You know, I've seen people be afraid to even pick up their grandchildren, you know, or stop partaking in various um, recreational activities, you know, whether that's cycling or Zumba, Mm -hmm. you know, so definitely. That's interesting. You said, you know, it, it may be, you know, their prostate, which is affecting other things. And mm-hmm. we've talked with, you know, the other physical therapists, you know, that work with the rest of the body. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, well, I have a pain, you know, in, in, in my foot. Mm-hmm. But, well, really something in your hip that's wrong and right. it's going all the way down to your foot right. that something like this can, you know, really spread just that's around the true. whole area. That's true. I mean, there are people that come to Mettler for back pain or hip pain. And if you ask them more questions about their bowel and bladder function, you'll find out that that's the problem. Mm-hmm. And then once you start to treat that area first, then you can branch out and talk about the hip and the back. And then all of those problems are resolved. But if you only focus on the back and the true problem is pelvic floor weakness that they're compensating for, then we won't really get the results that we're looking for. Does nutrition play a role in this at all as you're going, if you, if you start a treatment program for somebody? So that is important, yes, because there are different bladder irritants, you mm-hmm. know, that people often have on a daily basis. So like caffeine, right? Having a significant amount of caffeine in your diet can put you at risk for having a lot of um, occurrences, you know, like a lot of episodes to the actual, you know, restroom. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you kind of go over what you're taking in with the nutritionist, I'm sure that that can have a lot of value as well. Mm-hmm. And can it be just a diet over time? Maybe has an effect on 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 your pelvic health. Um, you know, you got to change your diet. You know, you, people not you know we're, we're, we're about cholesterol or high mm-hmm. blood pressure stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
Can that do the same thing? Yeah, I mean, I think overall it can be helpful. Like I said, it, there are other things besides caffeine, right? Like artificial oh, yeah. sugars and processed foods. So like those things can definitely be bladder irritants as well. So not necessarily eliminating everything, just modifying, mm-hmm. you know, while you're trying to reduce some of your symptoms. Talking with Dr. Jasmine Evans with the Mettler Center Pelvic Health uh, this morning. You know, how do people get in contact? Maybe they're, they're noticing something or they just, you know, really want to just get checked out and make sure, you know, if there are some early symptoms that anything you may be able to find and, you know, head it mm-hmm. off real quick. Mm-hmm. How do we get in contact? So you could go over to Mettler Center's website. We do offer free consultations. So if you feel like you're a good candidate for it or you know someone that is, you know, feel free to either give us a call or just kind of book one online. And is this one of those things, one of those areas where it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fairly private area and, and it's one of those where, well, is something really going on, but it's, mm-hmm. it's better just to ask and find out rather than wait, like you said, wait a while and we got really big problems. Exactly. You know, I feel like sometimes people just come to the consultation just with questions Hmm. and they find out that they're not a candidate for physical therapy, which is great, right? Right. But it's just nice to just kind of get the ball rolling, you know, and then we can kind of lead you in the right direction of whether or not you need a referral from your doctor. So Hmm. I would say don't wait. You know, the best thing that you can do is just to start early. And then even if you don't have any symptoms, you know, just to come through and try to work on strengthening those muscles before, you know, dysfunction happens later on. And the website is MetlerCenter.com. They have the Ask the Expert, Dr. Jasmine Evans. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you.